Okay, so we're coming to you again with one of our interviews, the last of our interviews, because, of course, uh, this participant it was the last one to join us. And so I'm sitting here with... Melanie. And you play... Jade Claw. Yes, and actually, we saw Jade Claw early on in the whole adventure, but then not again for a lot of time. When uh, we initially had the Tabaxi Treehouse under siege is when Jade Claw first appeared, and at the time, it was kind of a... A one-off throwaway character, um, but that's not the way it stayed. Um, so um, the fun part there was, I think, the fact that Jade Claw missed once, and we set into canon at this point in time that was that was the only time anyone had ever seen her miss with her bow. So we already set at that point in time that she was an ace archer, and then it just spiraled down and can't roll well and always missed. Oh, I don't know. You, you miss very rarely. It's, I miss a lot. I, I miss a lot. So anyways, um, yes, this is going to be a much shorter interview than the rest of them because, of course, Jade's tale with the party is much shorter. In fact, you miss most of the story, don't you? Yeah. Um, so you were there, and then the next time we saw you was the invasion of... Well, let's back up a touch. Um, so the we did a tabaxi side quest and the tabaxi had to go and find all the ingredients to make a fake spell book because they discovered where Elowal's spell book was being hidden and so you all had to go and get all sorts of adventures you went up high in the mountains and you had to get ink from a squid mm-hmm. and uh actually um Jade was instrumental in the, the going to the mountains because, of course, that is her territory. Uh, actually, tell us a little bit about Jade. Why don't you? Well, Jade's a tabaxi ranger. Didn't go for the books and went for the hunting. And What does she mainly specialize in? Hunting. So, yeah, she's a bow ranger. And what is her favorite terrain? Uh, mountains and forests and recently added deserts. Yeah, which actually kind of works out really well for what all is around in the kingdom. And so, yeah, that was very helpful to the party. You had to go up and get the poison from Wyvern, so you had to go and actually find some Wyvern, which Jade was able to be very helpful in. Um, What do you remember most about your initial uh, encounters with the game? I was nervous, scared, Kind of played into my character not talking much. Ah. I didn't know what to say or what to do. Yep. Um, it, it did make for um, a uh, reclusive mountain tabaxi, no doubt about it. Um, and actually, you, we tried to get you into the, the cast a lot earlier, but you kind of resisted. Why was that? I was too young. Yep. Um, so what uh, what happened? What changed that uh, finally made you say yes to getting into the the uh, party? I don't know. I wanted to play D and D. Were you playing any other D and D at the time? Probably not. Maybe. Probably at school. But like, like they the campaigns I was in didn't go anywhere. 
Yeah, we as, had, as they had frequently do. Had a couple of days and a couple of sessions, and then that was it. Yeah, so we called you in for the Tabaxi having to go and find the uh, spell book of a Lowall and then counterfeit it. And uh, part of that was kind of a really fun one. You had to go and invade Portum Magnum, which uh, you just took three of the uh, Tabaxi and uh, you had uh, red and then gray and yourself. And of the three of you, you and gray, um, this was exactly your type of um, adventure. You're all sneaky, sneaky types. Mm-hmm. Um, and was was that fun to actually do the sneaking part? Of course. I have a high stealth. I have passed without trace. I can practically hide myself anywhere with the abilities I have now. Yeah. Really and then nice. we didn't hear from Jade for a while. Um, you, you had made it, you know, you did your, your work going to the, the library port of Magnum, found the uh, info you needed and that led you on all the different side quests there to get the uh, ingredients for the ink that you needed. And then Jade dropped back out again. And the next time we saw Jade was during the Excalibarium Calice War. And half of the group went to the war and then half of the group had to go and save Arlen, who was in danger of exploding. And you were in which group? The one to save Arlen. Yes, you were in the Arlen group. So you got to go to the Sorcerers of the Shore. Mm-hmm. And um, you initially had to go down the hill and you actually talked to the plants there, <laughs> which was an adorable scene because the plants weren't helpful, but they were cute. Um, and then you ended up in a huge battle with an Aboleth who then cursed a bunch of the uh, players um, with the Aboleth curse that had to be healed once per day. And I think Jade got hit by that. I think Jade was one of the ones. Of course. And um, then uh, you were able to save uh, Arlen. What what was your whole feeling on that entire arc with Arlen nearly blowing up and then blowing up in in the thing? And and then they had to get in a huge battle with the remnants of the mad mage who was, you know, pulled out of his body and uh, you're at the battle at the top of the tower there. Um, I thought, I thought Arlen as a, the story was going to end there. I thought when he battled finally, you know, won because we don't lose. Uh, he was just going to lose his magic. And yeah, that was, that was interesting be it for him. Yeah, he might just have to write out of the story. Um, turned out he, he got it all back eventually. Um, but anyways, when the group took off for uh, back for Porta Magnum, I was actually going to send Jade with them and then totally forgot I was going to send Jade with them. So a little, from a little bit behind the screen here. Uh, but another uh, possibility came up just immediately. There was another side quest with the Tabaxi who found the journal of um, Lowell's companion, which was the book that gave them a whole bunch of hints on where to go for the next several of the phylacteries. And so um, it seemed like a logical thing at that point in time that Jade, since she knew the party, uh, would then deliver it to the party there. And you actually got to ride a dragon back mm-hmm. all the way in. And um, what, what was it like finally getting integrated with the party at that point in time, becoming a, a permanent member? Uh, it was cool. <laughs> was it, was it uh, 
kind of uh, like a graduation to the next level, like getting called up to the majors, or what was it like? Um, I don't know. It's just joining in, you know, move, you know, fifteen feet, and now I'm here. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, you got integrated with the rest of the party. And the first thing that they had to do uh, after a couple of little roundabouts was to go to the gnome home. Yes. And so you get in the front door of the gnome home and the first office is, or, you know, you know, niche there is the office of Gnomeland Security. Mm-hmm. So what was your feeling down deep in your soul when you realized what the rest of this particular arc was going to be like? Uh... I mean, clearly it was going to be all puns. Annoyed? (laughs) Do you not like the puns? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, good. So uh, it was going to be a D10 of pun damage at every corner, right? Yeah. What was your favorite part of that whole uh, uh, story there, meeting the the gnome that was still living there and and all that stuff? What what was your favorite part of it? The food? Yeah, okay, yeah, that was the fun part. What was your least favorite part? The puns? <laughs> what was your least favorite pun of the whole thing? I don't remember. <laughs> All of them? It just blends in? Yeah. Sounds good. Anyway, so um, you got to meet uh, the, uh, the the last remaining gnome of the gnome home and survive all the pun damage. And then you had to face the red dragon. Yes. And um, you snuck in, got into battle with the red dragon, and slew it way too fast. Mm-hmm. What a lot of the players were like, wait, that, that, that can't, that can't be. That, that was, that was too easy. What's going on? Was that also going through your mind? Of or- course. I think I ran up and was like over, over killing it. I was like, I'm going to shoot it like 15 more times. Yep. Use all my arrows. And uh, then you found the phylactery in yeah. the treasure pile. And then you uh, had to beat feet out of there because it turned out that, yes, indeed, that wasn't the real red dragon. That was the baby red dragon. And the mommy just showed up and she's huge. Yeah. And so you had to run out of there as fast as you can. And, of course, tabaxi have the ability to run very fast. And so your feeling was that you were going to get ahead of everybody. But that didn't work out quite that way, did it? Well, I the, the ability is nice for like one round because that's all it is you have to you run really fast and then you have to spend zero movement the next round yeah you have to rest and i'm without it i'm just like you know any any normal dude with a 30 foot movement speed yeah so you got running down the hall and the the ancient red dragon breathed down the hall and actually got you and uh, and leveled you with with one one uh, fire breath. I think I was like very low at that point as well, and me me and my rolls don't don't work out so well ever. Yep. And uh, so you got dropped by the thing, and and thankfully um, no one uh, back then that was his name picked you up and ran out the, the door. And then it turned out that our, um, that Creval's girlfriend came and saved all of you when you're able to get back to Porta Magnum mm-hmm. with no further damage. And then the group had to go up, up, up into the mountains and they had to go and find the, ca- the uh, castle in the clouds with the cloud giants. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, you came across the veil of the... Pegasus. Yes. And did you enjoy the Pegasus? 
up until I had to roll again. (laughs) See, like, my favorite enemy, Celestials, Pegasus, Celestials, it should be, wow, I have such an advantage. I don't have an advantage. My my dice are messing me up. Are cursed? Yeah. We need to get you a new blessed dice. I've tried. I will. Anyway, so you were able to get the Pegasus. Did you like the Pegasus, though? They're okay. Were they cute? Mm. Uh, little fairy fairy hogs. Um, and you flew up and you made it into the castle. And you seem to have gotten indoors just fine. But it turned out that in reality, no one bought your story. And, of and uh, you uh, you had actually, the jig the goes up even before then. And then while you were there, um, no one's backstory came out. Mm-hmm. And what did you think about no one's backstory? Well, I didn't really know much of it beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't. You didn't have the big build up as like everyone else no. did. No. So it was like, man, that guy's dad is a nice devil. Whoopee! And then we killed it. That was fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, then you're able to make it out of there, um, although not without some. Uh, difficulty because of course um you tried to sneak out of there and then arlen tripped across your bow and my tail gave you your tail yeah and gave you all away um and that led to a running fight through the whole castle at any point during that fight did you think you guys were about to lose because it just kept getting worse and worse first you're facing two giants and it was four giants and four giants and an editing and uh yeah it just kind of got worse and worse Mm, i don't think so because none of us went down yeah, you were, that, that castle. so You were de- definitely damaged, but able will stay, stay upright there. Yeah. And you made it out of there and back to uh, Porta Magnum and to safety. And that's when you got called by Galchabar and uh, who told you, well, after you did a, a red herring in the middle of the desert trying to figure out if you could find a, a gateway to the underworld there. Um, and then Galshabar called you and, and said that you he had five rings set up and it was going to give you each a um, quest to find a super magical item. And uh, yours seems to be something you've never, ever heard of. So it'll be interesting yes. to see what happens there. Are you, are you looking forward to uh, your particular one? It seems to be one of the last ones. Yeah. I just hope it gives me like maybe like 2d8 of damage instead of 1d8. So it like does something on a crit. Because even if I crit, it's usually not that much. It's more fun. Although more you dice. did like 24 points of damage the other minute. So you, you well, can definitely yeah. lay it down when you want to. It's because I was using Sharpshooter, which I often forget. Oh, you have to remember that. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, um, yours was a very short story, but at the same time, so it's uh, been very integral to the whole plot. I mean, I, I don't think we can imagine not having Jade Claw in the party uh, at this point at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, one of the great things about it is that, uh, if you remember, we had two girls in the original cast and three boys, and um, then... The, the cast dynamics didn't work out and people's schedules didn't line up. So we had to re- recast the, the show. And I've always been wanting to get back to having more than one girl in the party. Mm-hmm. So it's been great having you there. Do you, do you think it's uh, a plus having, uh, having um, multiple females in the party at this point in time? Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's nice. 
having someone else there. Yeah, well, I, and I think uh, Jesse, uh, you know, uh, appreciates having an, another female in the party as well, just, uh, you know, to uh, kind of bring a different perspective to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, we are looking at the end of the show, or not the end of the show, the end of the adventure coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to be tracking down your individual items and then apparently facing off against the big baddie. So what uh, what's your feelings going forward? It's going to be Galchabar. I oh? Don't, I don't trust him. You don't trust him? <laughs> of course not. No one else seems to trust him either. That's kind of fun. Yeah. So what, what what's your what's your feeling that it's Galchabar and what do you think his game is this whole time? I don't know. I just like the way that he knows everything, you know, he's always there. He always like, oh, you know, I just coincidentally have five rings of fire um, that help you find magical legendary items. You know, I, I know the pit, I know the way to the pit of hell, you know, now go face off some undead lich and then come back to me. You know, sounds super sketchy. So, uh, do you think he's giving you extra weapons so you can kill him in the end? Sure. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a really good plan. Hey, who knows? Maybe he wants to get rid of us using another means. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm not some evil guy. I don't I don't know the, the reason for their madness. Neat. Well, we'll have to resolve what Galchabar is by the end of the show. That would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Um, so any other feelings on the, uh, upcoming, uh, finale that's looming in the distance? Do you think you're going to be able to take on a low wall when you finally have all your gear? Just hope I hit my shots. Yeah. Sounds good. And, uh, anyway, so what, what's it been like being a part of this uh, show? The rest of the group has been a part of it for much longer, obviously years and years, and you've been a part of it for this last year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what has it kind of meant to you? It's it's a, my way to play a consecutive D&D. Yeah, has it been fun being a part of a campaign that's going the distance? Yeah. And it's like all the other ones have been not homebrew, but like had like maybe some thrown in, but this is like completely not written. Yeah, it's, it's not a published adventure. Yeah. Yeah, what what, uh, what difference does that uh, bring to the table? No, I don't know. It's not something I've played before. Okay. Neat stuff. Very good. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, we've got a lot of interesting uh, and exciting times coming up, but to find out what happens, we're going to have to wait for the next episode.